awesome. Awesome. That was awesome. You guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you are awesome. Sir, you are awesome. Seriously. Awesome. 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 Everything is awesome. What's weird is I'm I'm as much of a morning person as a night owl. Like I go to bed at two and get up at seven and like I'm up and ready to go and I don't know. My wife is neither a night owl or a morning person. <laughs> she <laughs> she is, gets sleepy and just she's, she's not like a mean sleepy or anything. She just gets delirious. But when she's not ready to be up in the morning, you have to you want to tiptoe <laughs> around that. Yeah, I, uh, I I used to work overnight, so mm-hmm. uh, for like probably four to six years. And, uh, I, I mean, mind you, that was a long, like, I've probably been not working overnight for longer. And, uh, I've just kind of recently, like, gotten used to waking up at, like, 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, and working off it. Uh, but I can't go to bed early. Like, I usually have one night that I just, I, I pass out, like, at 10, and I get, and, and sleep till 8, and get, like, a full, yeah. like, 10 hours. See, I would do that, but, like... I don't know, a few years ago when I used to work, I used to manage a retail store and um, I would have my like late nights, stay up till one or two in the morning doing whatever, go to bed, get up at like seven, go to work. And about once every two weeks, I'd come home for work about six o'clock, eat something and then just pass the fuck out, like blackout at like 7 p.m. and then wake up at like 7 the next morning. And I would do that once every couple of weeks. It was just like my, I'm pure, I'm just pure exhaustion, I have to rest yeah. sort of thing. That's that's how it was with uh, my the job that I, I was overnight because I traveled too. So a lot of it was travel. So I, didn't, I couldn't sleep when I worked overnights because I also had to like drive to the next place or get ready for a flight. And then... I would come home like at the end of the week and I, the nice thing is I had three day weekends. So like the first day of that three day weekend typically was me just sleeping, just catching up on all that sleep you missed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, hopefully this time is the charm. Uh, I recorded something on Zencaster, uh, Monday night and, um, I had no problems and I'm not in, incognito mode so this should all be good supposedly he put a warning in now when uh, uh, if someone logs in in that mode uh recommending highly recommending that they don't yeah well, that's good so um i've got I, i'm pretty much good for an hour tonight if we can kind of keep it around there maybe i forget exactly how long you had run it before I, I, my goal is always an hour and then um i you know if if it goes longer then like that, as long as you're cool with it, then that's fine. So I'll, we'll try to keep it to an hour then. Well, what I can do, um, because I mean, I don't know, like right now I'm kind of tired. Once we get going, I may perk up. So I'll yeah. give you a, a hand raise once it's getting oh, to be about okay. time. Okay. Uh, if that works for you. Yeah. So that, so the hand raise for when you want to end it. Yeah. Just essentially like, okay. Hey, let's start wrapping it up. I'm okay. falling asleep, cool. but we'll see. Very man. Cool. I, I don't think it should be a problem. I, I'm not feeling like about, like I'm about to pass out or anything, but um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just don't want to get to like an hour mark and be like, cool, we're still going. And I'm like, eh, and just <laughs> barely holding it together, you know? No, I understand. That's perfectly cool. Uh, like I said, like I had, um, I had Aaron McGathy on the other day. Oh yeah. I saw and, that. That's pretty cool. Oh my God. Uh, well, we can talk about that. Uh, I'll, no, I'll, I'll say, cause I want to talk, I'm going to do a bonus podcast where I, I talk about it, but I literally was like, the entire time leading up to that like going live like sick to my stomach and like because like she's one of the like one of the few people in the podcasting world that like i like admire and look up to or not maybe not look up to that's a weird phrase to say i know what you mean but like like i i guess idolize like ever since i started the long form interview podcast like i've really latched on to like her aisha tyler and um kevin smith and uh I like the fa- I I my jaw dropped when I sent the email and then like two days later I got the response of yeah go ahead. yeah totally I'll do it yeah that's and- awesome man like it's I didn't even know she did podcasts until like a few months ago I just knew her from that uh, Harmontown documentary 
Yeah, That's yeah. So I, see, I, I never watched the documentary, but I, 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 I'm, I listened to Harmontile on the podcast. Uh, see, I, I was just, I was a huge Community fan. Yeah. So I really wanted to, like, I saw that documentary on Netflix and watched it, and that's where I'd heard of her from. And then I followed her on Twitter like a year later, or I don't know how long, but a while later. And I was like, oh, she has a podcast, but I'm, I'm behind on about fifty podcasts. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, we're gonna call this the start of the show. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll include all that too. Okay, welcome to welcome to Deja Vu Cast for for Jason <laughs> and I at least. Yeah, uh, and I'm not gonna even bear the lead. I already announced it. Uh, welcome to Everything Is Awesome, the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, and uh, I guess to make this short, because we've said it two other times. Uh, this week's guest is someone who um, I uh, I found out through Party of One podcast, instantly latched on to uh, his podcast, and um, just fell in love with it. Uh, fell in love even even more so with it when it went to a more of a campaign, yeah. and uh, you know because now I'm falling in love with the characters that uh, his team have created and. Uh, please welcome to the show for the third time. Well, for you guys, the first time, <laughs> maybe, maybe like the the uh, first and a half time, or however you would say that yeah. in, in normal language. Uh, from Too Cool for Tabletop, Jason Ashley. Hey, hello. Yes. This time uh, we are determined that the curse <laughs> of me is not going to ruin whatever we record. Oh my god, yeah. So uh, as we were, you know, heard us talking about, we were talking about podcasting, and I, I'm, if you look at my phone, I don't. I'm months behind um, on podcasts that I listen to because uh, since I have been doing this show, uh, I've picked up a lot more podcasts. Uh, Too cool for tabletop, party one podcast, a lot of local podcasts that are in that Facebook group that I'm in. Um, I've picked a lot of podcasts up just from. Uh, I guess talking to other podcasters, and uh, so now I'm and and now that I have like I think six in the bank that I have to edit, I'm like so far behind on actually listening to them. But yeah, Aaron McGathy's podcast. So what, do you listen to This Feels Terrible or that's the one that I saw? But I don't. I mean, I haven't, dude. <laughs> I uh, I just I don't right now. I'm listening to no podcasts like. I'm one of those people that gets really easily overwhelmed if I'm like, oh, here's a cool podcast. I want to start listening. I listen to a couple episodes and I hear about another podcast. I'm like, that sounds cool. I'll check out an episode. But I can't mix and match. Like, I got to start with one and listen to that one. And when I'm done, I'll go to the other. Like, it, it stresses me out and I get overwhelmed and then I just don't listen to any podcast. Gotcha. So, right now, I'm listening to nothing. The only podcast I listen to, and this is going to be the most masturbatory thing ever, is my <laughs> podcast because I edit it. And that's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't listen to. I'm not um, a big music uh, guy. Uh, I, I've, um, and I'm sure there's numerous things that I've been on that document that at this point. But uh, I just always, I've always been more of a talk radio fan. Like when I don't know if they did it down in Texas. Have, you lived in Texas your whole life, yes? Yes, sir. Okay, so I don't know if they did it down in Texas, but in like New York and Philly and L.A. and a couple other big markets, they uh, changed uh, who. It was, I think, CBS Radio changed. It went to the free FM format where it was just all talk radio. Um, I honestly don't know, man. Even when, I mean, I am a music person, and mm. even, I mean, my whole life, I've never really listened to the radio. Like, I've always been like cassettes oh, okay. or CDs or MP3s now. So I don't know, man. There very well could be, but I would not be the person to ask. So when that happened, I was like, oh, man, this is my jam. And like, so I've always just listened to talk radio, whether it be. Uh, I like how people talking was your jam, not like people jamming. <laughs> yeah, no, like <laughs> there are uh, there are like I, I do like music and I will like if I'm like, for instance, when I have uh, serious, I, I go in and out of having serious. It's usually when it's free or whenever someone gets me like a subscription for whatever. Um, I'll listen to Alt Nation all day long. Um, like I, I love, uh, I guess the alternative rock and, and, uh, punk and I will listen to it. And if it's, if it's good, like around here, we have radio one Oh four five, uh, which is essentially the, the version of alt nation with commercials, mm. um, and more, uh, mainstream bands than, than, uh, serious as, but, um, and like, like I, I like my, I, I kind of still am stuck in like, I guess the, 
late 80s, early 90s of like bands that I like. I, I still hold to that 1994 was one of the best years for music like ever in the history of music. Uh, I, I won't spoil it on this episode. And I can tell if, if you happen to remember, you, I, I'll tell you after the show. But in the episode before this where uh, I talked to Aaron McGathley, we, we go into a little tangent about music. And, and probably around, if I had to guess, 94. Um, I, I forget when this band was around. But there's a mighty embarrassing band that uh, mm. I, I was a huge fan of. Like, And, and I'll, I'll give you three guesses. I don't think... Like think mid nineties embarrassing, and I don't think you'll get it. Yeah, dude, that's a huge list. Like I wouldn't even yeah. know where to start on that one. So, so it is. I won't spoil it because because uh, I dolls? no no no. Am I in <laughs> no. the ballpark? Is it that? See, I I like the like I like some of the Seattle stuff. I'm gonna go on record and get shunned by a lot of people and say that I never cared for Nirvana. I'm still not a fan of Nirvana. But I loved like Soundgarden and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but I loved and still love Weezer. Like '94 oh, was yeah. when the Blue album came out, and to this day they are still my favorite band. And that was, I mean, '94, so it's been a long time. But I mean, Green Day, Dookie came out. Uh, yeah. Possum Kingdom by the Toadies came out. Like so many good, like just you know, essential '90s rock band albums came out in 94 granted i think like fucking corn and shit came out too which in my high school years i was a big fan of that i'll, I'll also go on record to say that but uh, i mean there's just so much good music from like 94 to like 96 like those couple of years even in 98 like that's when i feel like there was still some kind of innovation with rock music and I, maybe it's because i'm an old grizzled asshole now but <laughs> like i hear modern bands like um What's that band? And I know there's a lot of people that like them. People I know. Um, Imagine Dragons. I I'd, I'd only heard them on like pop radio. I thought that was like dance music, like pop music stuff. And then I see them and it's like a full band. And I'm like, y'all don't even sound like you're a full band. And that's my old man Jason rant for to this episode. <laughs> it's you. There are plenty of uh, band. Anything you can name anything from the last probably decade, and I really don't know it because. Even when I was kind of listening to music when I first started podcasting about ten years ago, um, I'd say within that within the first year of me podcasting, like I s- quickly switched to like indie and um, and local because that's what we promoted on the show and we tried to get interviews with. So like all my music was was that and podcasting was just coming out and like for me when that was like. That that was huge because I'm like, oh, I can just listen to people talk all the time on my pod, uh, on my iPod or whatever it was back then. Like, I was so ecstatic mm-hmm. about about that. So, I, really, yeah, like my, I'm not a great uh, person. Like, to, like you, if you're playing, I guess Quizzo, and it's like a music question, like I'm out. Like, I pr- unless it's <laughs> a legitimate question about someone from the late 80s late 80s and early 90s maybe maybe the early aughts uh up up till there but that's like that's pushing it see for uh, me I, I it would be mid 90s to like into the into the end of the 90s into the early 2000s because like before that and in the late 80s like i just listened to the music my parents listened to and my parents listened to shit like they listened to like like my they listened to like you know pop country music and like christian pop radio and stuff like that like to this day i can sing a whole ton of amy grant songs and um michael w smith songs which if your listeners don't know who those names are good good on you good for you for not knowing but i mean that was the stuff i listened to just because my parents did like i was having this conversation recently the first few albums i i got when i was actually getting my own music were purely um like it was music based on movies and TV shows that I liked. Yeah, like no, I'm the same way. I got the Street Fighter the movie soundtrack, <laughs> and I, I remember that was those are the the first two CDs I got. My grandma bought them for me. It was the Street Fighter the movie soundtrack, which is nothing but like hardcore '90s rap. Which I was a kid, man. I didn't like that, but I liked Street Fighter. Uh, and then it was the Ren and Stimpy like album from the TV show. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, dude. It like but before that, like when I had cassette tapes, like. 
like I remember I had the cassette tape for um the Flintstones movie, the one with John Goodman in it. Like I had that. I mean, but that one had like uh it had Weird Al's um Red Hot Chili Peppers cover, the yeah. Yabba yeah. Dabba Yabba Dabba Yabba Do now. Like I had that shit on there. Um, there was like a Jello Biafria song on there. Like it was kind of a interesting soundtrack to own, but I don't think any of that like helped form my taste in music. It's just, I was a kid. I liked street Fighter, So I bought that CD, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, my taste for music. I don't know where it comes from because my, my parents are heavy in the country. I'm not a huge country fan. Like as I've gotten older, like now I can kind of appreciate some country. See, I like uh, actual country music. Like I don't like the shit on the radio where it just, it's practically like pop music, but with like a slide guitar in it. Like I like yeah. like old school, like Hank Williams and stuff like that. Like I like that kind of country. I can genuinely enjoy that. I I can't even tell you what like there may be a song that comes on that's country and I'll like I, I can appreciate it now and then like my dad was huge into Elvis and again I guess like in hindsight as as someone in my thirties an adult now like I can appreciate it but it's so not my thing yeah um and like my first cassette at least the first cassette I can remember owning was. Uh, the Back to the Future soundtrack. Oh man, with uh, which Huey is Lewis in the news, man. Yeah, which which I would stand by saying without looking at it, like that's still a good soundtrack. Like I, I it just, I would li- say for nostalgic reasons, it's a good soundtrack. But I've to this day don't understand how Huey Lewis and the News were ever popular. They're just <laughs> such a weird band. He practically talks through every song, but you know, for, I love that movie, so yeah. I also love that soundtrack. You know. Uh, and then I, I know uh, another soundtrack that I had, and I, it was on CD, so I don't know h- how many other things I've had up at that point, but the Mask soundtrack. Oh, dude, I had that on CD as well, yeah. with fucking Cuban Pete on there. Yeah. I used to jam that shit. Yeah, I, I, and this is like how bad my music is, is that like... That's up still your until, favorite album, is that what you're going to tell me? <laughs> yeah, I have it actually, I have it framed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Platinum. Yeah. Uh, I would venture to say that all those CDs, uh, up until probably about a decade ago, were probably still in my car. Oh wow! Uh, so I mean, I'm also like I'm also a huge Fresh Prince and Will Smith fan. Uh-huh. So like I had a lot of that. Well, I said uh, I managed a record store for like four years. Oh, that so okay. if I got a new CD I didn't like, I just sold it back to the place I worked at. So I, I might have a skewed perception on that topic. Well, and there's, and, and I think from our last conversation, uh, I, you mentioned something about a band that you were in, and right? No? Yes. Was that you? Okay. I've been so, in several, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're clearly a music person, like, so I expect, like, you to have knowledge on at least music from when you were coming of age, yeah. like me. I Howard Stern, King Chris, uh, um, uh, o- Opie and Anthony uh and it's the the dopes on 933 up in this area i i uh i forget their names all now cuz i'm not a fan of them mm. but like i was a, it's purely a talk radio guy yeah and see that um, was never me i i don't i don't know why uh i think and for me i think like my dad did listen to stern uh in the car and probably shouldn't have been listening it with me in the car but <laughs> um you know, it's the same reason. Like, I, I, I think the that being a Kevin Smith fan uh, also influences me on on liking talky things mm. because he is a big talker. Whether it's on podcasts or his or his actual movies, is all dialogue heavy. Yeah. And that was introduced to me by my uncle at a, probably again a far too early of an age to be watching Clerks. <laughs> uh, and so, like, I think all that influenced that. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's I. You know, I the other that's night like the I one was, line I remember from Clerks, but it's a, such a good line. Uh, yeah, the thirty-seven. Uh, my, my girlfriend sucked thirty-seven dicks in a row, <laughs> or thirty-seven dicks, and then uh, I think it's Scott Mosher goes in a row. <laughs> uh, that I always remember. I was uh, I was so happy the other night. I was watching um, flipping through the channels, and sh- there's evidently Showtime has a station called Showtime Woman. Hmm. And uh, Kevin, uh, not Kevin Smith, Chasing Amy was on. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, I got to watch this. This is like, I, A, I haven't seen it in a while. B, like, I could probably cry tonight. Like, why not? Like, <laughs> I could like, go for a good sob. 
Uh, that movie, that's the one movie that gets a guarantee I'll watch it and I'll always smile during uh, Ben Ben Affleck's monologue and uh, Silent Bob's monologue. His monologue, Silent Bob's monologue is a, yeah. is a good one in there. Yeah. But you didn't know uh, that shit. The, um, they're both, I've always been like, they're the two monologues like that if I ever had to do something where they said you have to like memorize the monologue, like they always would be it. And I finally had the opportunity. It took me... How, I mean, I guess that movie came out. I think that's a '97 movie. I think it's no, yeah, 90, I think it's '97 ish. I mean, around and, that time, yeah. And so '97 to last year. So however long that is, if what whoever wants to do the math out there, like eight years. Um, yeah. So uh, that. I had a public speaking class that was an online one and we had to do something where we, we basically either recited a book or a monologue or something. It just had to be X amount of minutes long. And like both of them either, I think they actually fell too long. Like they, they were like 30 seconds too long mm-hmm. and there was no way for me to speed it up without it sounding unnatural. So like the time, the, the chance that I had, it was like, Nope, sorry. Squandered man. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's our musical rant for the day, there you go. And, and I don't know how we got there. Oh, do I, most of your shows start with the rant. Th- there's always, yeah, uh, yeah, typically, and then okay. th- then there's a little bit of um, conversation about the guest, and then more rant. Uh, I want to say I had um, Brian Durkin, uh, who is the host and creator of Full Belly Laughs. Uh, it's a podcast from around here, and. Um, I think we talked for two hours and at the hour and 40 minute mark, I said, you know, we should probably talk about you a little bit. <laughs> so I think that's the longest I've gone with that, with that, like being way off topic. Yeah, I don't think that's an intro at that point. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, that kind of, of broke the, the mold, but that's like, so this is something that I've kind of discovered uh, over the last few weeks doing podcasts and, uh, I think I kind of like talked it out on <laughs> on last week's episode with Aaron, where like I kind of like the way I've always envisioned this show was more of a conversation, like me having a new guest uh, co-host every week mm. versus like an actual interview. But we also do the interview where I, I mean I know at least our first episode we we did a, a classic interview, sure. Uh, and um, but I've always envisioned like this show being more like sound more like a conversation something that you would hear maybe over here at a bar or something versus like a straight q a um i don't know it's, it's more interesting to me that way when it's an actual conversation hence the reason like i never really do any research on my guests like i try to do as little as i can if they're a podcaster i try to listen to a episode just so i'm informed but that's about it gotcha um but so, uh, we, we, I'm going to be airing, I don't know if I'm going to get it out before, yeah, I'll get it out before this, this airs. Um, I'm going to be airing. I think we have a half hour of good content from the last time we recorded. It was like After the last half hour. We discovered everything had crashed and then we <laughs> BS'd for 30 minutes. Yeah. So that's going to air as like a bonus episode. So, um, and that's the preview that, I, for this episode. Exactly. Exactly. But um, so why don't we just go and uh, obviously people uh, know that you're Jason Ashley, know that you're the host of Too Cool for Tabletop. Yep. But at this point, I don't know if they actually know what Too Cool for Tabletop is. So please tell us about your podcast. Well, Too Cool for Tabletop is a show that I host um, where I play tabletop games with people who generally are not the kind of folks who would play a tabletop game in order to prove that no one is too cool for tabletop. Um, so, you know, I have a, a friend of a friend who is not the kind of person who you would ever see play D&D. I have them sit down, we play D&D to prove to them that it's fun and that it's not this weird niche thing for uh, weirdos. And uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, our first season was a lot of one-shot games, which for those of you uninformed, one-shot games are like you play for a couple hours and the game is over. Um, once we got into 2016, we kind of picked up into more of a campaign, which is essentially an ongoing game uh we've got uh god we're up to i don't know by the time this airs how many episodes we'll have out but as of this recording we've got 35 episodes total um so i think like 
23 of those are, I can't math at all. So I think I'm going to say that 23 <laughs> of those are our campaign. Um, so it's been going for a while and uh, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, essentially the idea with the campaign mode, because with our little quick one shot games, you'd play for an hour or two. And at the end, I would ask the guests. So now that you've played it, do you think you're too cool for tabletop? And it's always been, no, that was fun. Except for my wife who still thinks she's too cool for tabletop, but that's okay. I married her. So at least I have some cool person in my life. And, um, with our campaign, it was a little different because we've had the same two guests since January. And so with that, it's kind of, we wanted to start with two people who were completely uninitiated with this stuff. And then over the course of this campaign, whether it's six months to a year or whatever, you get to listen to them turn, you know, to start as, you know, complete noobs to this, newbies that know nothing about it, and hopefully end up as people that are extremely familiar with it, that love it, and it's a part of their lives now. So that's kind of the quest we are on. Hey, we're taking a quick break just to say thank you for listening. Uh, it's been such a cool ride doing this podcast. Uh, I've certainly done other shows that I've done longer uh, in, in the hundreds of episodes, but this one here, so far, Everything is Awesome, has been my most favorite. Uh, I love talking. I love sitting down and talking to new people, so I get the chance to do that every week, and it's great. Uh, I don't want to take too much of your time, so uh, you may have seen on Twitter me teasing a little something that I was going to drop. I don't have all the details right now but um screw it i'm going to announce it ladies and gentlemen because of you guys being so awesome sharing the show uh helping me get great guests like aaron mcgathy like jason ashley like oh god there's been so many garrett smith uh there's been tal klein there's been oh my god there's so many mike d'angelo all these cool guests are all here because of you um, and I did not mention everyone because they weren't worth it. It's just because I have a really poor memory, uh, and getting hit in the head with chairs does a number to you. But, uh, thank you all because of you. Not only did it, are we booking some really cool guests, but now we're doing our first live show. That's right. We are going to the Philadelphia podcast festival folks. Um, so, uh, I'll have more information as it becomes available, but Come the end of August, we're going live. We're going to the Philadelphia Podcast Fest. Uh, we're doing things a little differently, so it's not going to be the same show. Uh, we're planning already. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait to share more information as it becomes available. But um, let's get back to the show. Uh, and oh yeah, and big thanks to Jason Ashley for uh, designing our new logo. If you haven't noticed it, uh, back to the show. <laughs> And it's, uh, I enjoyed the one shots. Uh, in, in fact, I like, I, I never even thought about listening to a, a, a campaign version of a uh, tabletop game because, or podcast, because I was, I, I came to you from Party of One podcast, yep. and, and that whole gimmick is one shots. Uh, so, like, it was a nice way for me to ease into to your show. Uh, because I'm, I was already used to the format. You were a guest on Party of One, um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check out Too Cool for Tabletop. And like, I here's this is, and I mean, I maybe it means nothing because who am I? But <laughs> like, you weren't the other, the only tabletop podcast um, that that I that I listened to that came from Party of One. Uh, but I can definitely say that. Uh, I believe you're the only one I still listen to. Oh, that's cool. uh, that was a guest, and um, it, it it's now I don't again I can't really speak for the, I don't want to speak ill of the other shows, but for me what I liked for the one shot that separated you from Party One was that it was you and a group, and specifically like you and. Um, I want to call him Simon James. Yes. Uh, is, you know, you have a co-host, like a, 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 a weekly co-host. That's the same person. Mm -hmm. So like it's, it, it, there was, I don't know, it was something about that. Like one of my favorite type of podcasts um, has always been like just two best friends sitting around talking. And like, that's kind of, especially like in the bonus episodes that you guys have done, just you and him, like that's, you can, you can hear the friendship, you know, it's just, again, kind of listening in on a conversation between two friends. Yeah, It's just that comfort and ease that you can tell two people have, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat as you. And I, I definitely am not speaking ill of other tabletop or campaign podcasts. Um, but there's a few I've listened to, but there's far more that I've tried to listen to. And 
where I get held up, and I, I didn't realize this until kind of recently, talking to some other people um, that run some podcasts or they have Twitch shows where they play games, um, is that with this stuff, man, it's not so much a game to me. I don't see it as a game. I see it kind of as collective storytelling. Yes. And um, I actually mentioned in the last episode we recorded, which is episode 35, um, at the very end, there's this big combat thing. And it gets to the point where I'm not, where we're not even rolling dice. I'm just like, this happens, this happens. What do you do? I'm just, I get so into the story and what's happening that I don't care necessarily about, you know, did you roll high enough to do it? Um, and I think, I, but the comment I make at the end of that episode was, if you're listening to this episode to hear how Dungeons and Dragons games go, like, I'm really sorry because this is nothing like <laughs> how they really go. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. And I, I come from a, another system that I really like um, called Dungeon World, yeah. which is very strong narratively. And I, I we do a lot of one shots in season one of the podcast, but there's not a whole lot of dice rolling. It's a lot of just what the fiction says makes sense is what you do. Um, so I, I'm much rather I'd, I'd much rather sit and use these mechanics, use these dice rolls um, sparingly when it makes the story interesting. Um, because again, we're we're telling a story in my opinion, and we're and even more so, we're doing it on a podcast. Um, yes. I think that's the problem I've had with some of these um, gaming podcasts is people are playing the game perfectly like to a t like they know the rule book inside and out but that's not really interesting for me to listen to i mean when a third of your podcast is silence and the sound of you know when you hear that over and over i love that you have dice just next to you <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sitting i'm recording this at our table where we play okay. that's where all my podcast stuff is yeah but you, you know i mean I, I would much rather fudge a dice roll or just you know ignore it altogether to do something exciting for people to listen to because the whole point of a podcast, at least our podcast, is to entertain. And you talking about me and James, you know, BSing and stuff. He is the sole reason. I mean, I I specifically asked him to do this if he was interested long before we sat down to ever record anything, before I decided I wanted to do a show because I didn't come from podcasts about role-playing games. I listened to Nerd Poker on Earwolf um, because I liked Brian Posehn and all the, and a lot of those people, and I liked their show. Um, but, you know, they're stand-up comedians and comic book writers, so they're interesting people right off the bat. Um but mostly I came from shows that were comedy shows that were, um, you know, and interview shows. Like I was really into comedy bang bang um, and stuff like that. And so whenever we started to do this podcast, that was my template. It wasn't all these other gaming podcasts. So I think that, in my opinion, and I hate to sound like I'm patting myself on the back or anything like that, but I feel like we approach this with a different mentality. Um, mm-hmm. The whole point of our podcast was for people to listen and have fun. Like our, our yeah. little tagline is, uh, you know, uh, um, a podcast for role players and everyone else. The mm-hmm. idea being, if you're into these games, you can listen to it and get something out of it. If you're not into these games, you can still get something out of it because there will be an interesting story, hopefully, and it'll be funny because we goof around the whole time. So that was kind of the pitch, I think. Yeah, and and I, it's definitely um, the the storytelling for me is what what gets me is is that uh, and. I've never played Dungeon World. I actually recently purchased the the rule book so that I could learn the system. Yeah. Um, and like we we started and and we've only released one episode. Shame on us because we should have released at least a second or third one by now. I just it's uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Like I'm so far behind in everything yeah. that uh, it's it's kind of I'm, I'm gonna this weekend. I'm listening to everything, and um, it's it's weird playing with so so the group that I play with. Um, they like combat big time, gotcha. um, but, but the rules are, again, we, they're playing, we, we play with D and D 4.0, which is uh, very combat heavy. That's essentially like a, like a tactics kind of mm-hmm. combat system. And, uh, but like, it's a very loose definition of those rules. Um, it's, it's that, and, I, and I'm, I'm assuming uh, that uh, tabletop games are typically like house rules more so than uh, a strict following of the the rules out of the book. I think that just really depends on the group, man. Like every group is extremely different. I've discovered. Uh, yeah, I, I I have really save for your group and and what Jeff does and what I do. I really don't know much 
I, I mean, I've started listening to um, Jeff Got Me Hooked on uh, Campaign, the Star Wars um, uh, campaign uh, podcast. Mm. Uh, and that, again, I don't know because that's not even that's using a system I'm, I'm unfamiliar with. So, like. They, I have no idea if they're following the rules or not. But like D and D, I have kind of, I don't know the rules to to a T, but I know that we're not playing <laughs> to a T. Yeah. But like they are, they just like combat, and like they want to solve. They're like before I joined up officially with them, they were just kind of like going from scene to scene with no storytelling in between. Well, the the first session I played in, I corrected that right away, <laughs> and and I was like, let's role play. And then we just uh, last weekend we played our second session for a couple hours and like the after the fact uh my buddy who's the dm said like i was i was gearing towards a, a battle with these pirates that y- you ran into but like i i made it my mission i was like no there's no way we're I, we're going to talk our way out of this and like everyone else is like i want to set fire to this boat and i'm like no 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 <laughs> i i could talk i just helped like the guy into the building i could talk my way into this where we don't have to fight maybe we make an ally and that's exactly what happened and that like to me like was the best session i've ever played uh which isn't saying much because i think i've played maybe three sessions three full (laughs) sessions in my life but everyone there said that like that was the best game that they played well i I think that really says something because i mean i agree like something like that is far more interesting than listen to everyone take turns hitting one another um, yeah. But I mean, as a dungeon master, I, that's a very important thing to do when you're first sitting down with a group is determine what kind of game you're going to play. Like, you know, you don't want a, a dungeon master who wants to tell a big, you know, mysterious story with plot twists and hooks. And he's playing with a group of people that just want to go through dungeons and kill stuff um, because neither of you are playing the same game. And so no one's going to have fun. Yeah, and I think we've we've now discovered that okay, we know that like I think the DM wants to tell a story. I want to tell a story, uh, and at least the uh, like I think there's people there that are just there to like have something to do because like they're not like they play and they get into it in in the moment and, and times and when they need to, and then there's uh, some people that are like. I want to set fire to something. Yeah. And like, that was actually, it was a lot of fun. Cause we, when we were, when that was that conversation was happening, it was all in game. Like it was all my character talking to her character saying, no, 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 let's not do that. Like, here's why. And like, it, so it was just a lot of fun yeah. to, to, cause I, I was slightly fueled by, by the, you know, the storyteller in me, but I was, I was, it was something my character would do. Like, Hey, let's not do this. Like, let's, Let's not fight our way out. Let's talk our way out. So yeah, it's it's the storytelling aspect is just so much fun, and and like the the bonus episodes that you've released recently, um, where, where you world kind of, build a little bit. Yeah, like that is super interesting. I, I'm in the middle of of thirty two and a point uh, five, which which I we released today. I believe. Uh, yeah, the one with Chris where we do yeah, yeah we talk about his uh his dragonborn paladin character, oh, and like like as I really liked the first one you did with uh madeline yeah uh but this one's like even i think because and again I, we've discussed how i'm not huge in just as much as i love D and i love writing fantasy i'm actually not a huge fan of watching uh or even reading fantasy yeah yeah um but uh there's something I, about dragons that like <laughs> that that always will get me and i guess that's the kid in me but like and again like i said i'm probably about halfway through it but like the you could tell I like it because I've said like I think sixty times in the last <laughs> two minutes. Uh, it's just it's such a fascinating um, thing to listen to you guys world build and and that kind of harkens back to 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 the podcast about two friends sitting around talking yeah. like that's I think that is what you bring to to too cool for tabletop because even during like a normal episode there's a lot of banter and and I think that's important. Um, uh, it sets you apart from the other ones, I should say. Well, and it was really important to me once we started putting the show together because um, in the first like few months of doing the show, um, like if my dogs would enter the room, we have hardwood floors, you hear a little tap of their toes, and they would 
drive me nuts. I'm like, oh, people are going to hear that. People are going to hear that. And then, you know, start talking to listeners and they're like, that makes it genuine. Like, you know, someone puts their cup down and you hear it like dink on the counter. And I'm like, oh God, I wanted to edit that out just because I'm wanting to make it tight and professional, yada, yada, yada. And the more people I talk to that are listening, keep commenting on how much they enjoy that it just sounds like it would sound if you sat around with your friends and played D&D. And so I've kind of come to embrace that. Um, because whenever I play, you know, before the podcast, when I'd be playing Dungeon World with friends and stuff, um, I mean, at least a third of half of our sessions were someone making a joke, it just completely derailing the, our, our game, our, our, our group. And we laugh and make jokes about it for an hour, and it's just something we do. And then we go back into playing. Now, for the podcast, I wouldn't necessarily want to do that because it's like, hey, here's here's 15 minutes of us just laughing. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I definitely like to keep it light around the table. And I have a really great group of players because they know when to dial back the goofing off once the story gets more um, intense, or it gets at least the story gets more detailed, where there needs to be. Um, a, a focus on what's going on and people need to pay attention. Um, but um, th- that is one thing, man. Um, and I know they're going to listen to this, so I'm going to thank them right now. But I really do have to thank the people on my show, James, Chris, and Madeline. Um, they just, they're a, an excellent group. I've played a lot of games with a lot of people. I've played with fantastic groups. I've played with absolutely 100% garbage groups. And to play with the people I play with is awesome. That's... um. I love being the dungeon master. I love being the narrator and kind of putting the basis of the story together and then letting them alter it. That's really exciting for me. Um, so I don't know, man. I, it's I'm, I'm just very lucky. Um, I got I lucked out and with these three being a part of my show. So thanks, guys. Love y'all bunches. Yeah, it's it is one of uh, like I will say we'll go out on a limb and say I listened to to four tabletop podcasts uh, and. As far as a group, and maybe it's maybe I'm a little uh, biased because well, I've been we on have, show. We, yeah, we have grown to know each other yeah. now, beyond hosting guests. Um, but uh, I, I do, I genuinely enjoy. Like, I, I, I don't know the other three, and I enjoy them. Like, <laughs> you're the whole group is great. I love uh, the banter between, um, you know, whether it, whether it's in character or not uh madeline and 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 james um i love how uh chris is kind of like the the quiet one but when he has something to say it like delivers well at the Um, uh at the end of 32.5 the little bonus episode we're talking about um i actually (laughs) i tell chris like one of the questions i ask him is what role do you feel that your character is or you know takes in this group um, and what does your character think? Like, what is what role does he think he's fulfilling? And I essentially come out and tell him that I feel like he's the group dad. He's like the dad of this <laughs> adventuring party because, seriously, James will do whatever. He'll do something random and chaotic because he thinks it's entertaining. Um, and then Madeline will do something very emotional because she's very emotionally tied into this. And then Chris is the one that comes in that's like, all right, kids, you got to go fight that monster. Like, let's get your stuff together. And it's perfect. Perfect, man. It just it works out so well. Uh, and I will. It's it's uh, impressive um, that like I feel like, uh, and I don't if, if let me know if I'm spoiling anything and we'll cut it out. But I feel like Madeline, when you first started the campaign, was like going to be the person that you had to sell hard on this game. And she's like the most into it. Oh, dude, the bonus episodes, right? So I did one with Madeline, which you've already heard. I did one with Chris. And that same day, I did one with James. James and Chris both did their episodes on the same day. Um, Madeline showed up with eight pages of notes. Um, Chris and James showed up with nothing. <laughs> and they were like, we'll just talk about it. I'm like, that's fine. That's totally okay. Um, but I mean, you you can hear the difference. Like, I, I've heard James's episode because I've been editing it. But listening to those two episodes, it really is kind of more bantering and us bullshitting. And then we slowly start incorporating elements of their character with the elements of the world I've established and put it together. But with Madeline, like, she was, I asked her a question and she flipped through three pages of notes and like find her spots so she could tell me about it. Um, man, like Madeline, she started, uh, well, we all started that one day we recorded the first few episodes 
um, and that was like on a Saturday. By the next Saturday, she bought all the D and D books and like dice. Like she just immediately got into it, um, which I didn't know Madeline before this. I knew Chris a little bit, but I didn't know her. And uh, it was it's just funny because as soon as that first session was over, um, everyone left, and I came downstairs, and my wife was like, "How did it go?" And I was like, I could tell immediately after the first hour that Madeline is going to love this. And I was right, man. She's really into it. Yeah, and I think you can you definitely can tell that as the as the show progresses. And uh I just I I do I love it. It's it's one of my there are I I as going back to the beginning of the show, many podcasts I'm behind on. Uh but yours is one of maybe uh, we'll say four to five um, podcasts that I make sure I listen to within 24 hours of its release. Oh, well, thanks, man. That's a, yeah. that's nice to hear. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's you do a really good job with it. Um, I really like uh, so, so with me and, and, and podcasting, like I've always, I started off as like a, well, just a host and someone else produced and edited the podcast. So when I started, when I left that show and started doing my own, like I kind of re- thought that like my purpose was to talk, record it, edit it and, and whatnot. And I eventually got to a point where, um, and it was when I was doing live shows through stickcam.com that, like, well, there's no point in me editing this podcast now because it's already seen uh, hundreds, if not thousands or, or more eyes. Eyes have seen it, like, in its purest form. So what's a couple more going to hear it in its all-natural form? Who yeah. cares if there's some blunders here and there? So, like, to this day, I've kind of adopted that motto of, like, kind of just whatever happens, happens. I, I'll only edit at the request of... Uh, my guest, or if I said something really fucked up, uh, <laughs> and uh, or or like I think that, I think with uh, I forget who it was with, but like with somebody, I dropped the name of my job. I was like, you know, I probably shouldn't name drop my job quite yet. I don't. I, I hasn't. I haven't hit probation yet. That actually happened uh, with them. I that same night we did um, Chris and James's bonus episodes. We played a little one shot of a game with uh, Chris, with Chris James and Chris's wife, and right in the middle of it, Chris name drops to the place I work, and I was just like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, bleeping that out! I do not want that shared around." So I totally understand that. Um, but yeah, like, so, so I've picked up on like now as you guys have gotten about you know late twenties, early thirties into your episodes, like letting the 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 fact that like i picked up with the first time you guys talked over your intro and i i kind of always assumed well, they're doing a tabletop they're doing what i do they cut the intro in later like there's no need to play the intro when they're there but like that <laughs> like that little like now that i know that it makes your show even better oh no and, dude like, that's that's our hyping up man like right before the show like you know, everyone's sitting at the table right before each episode. Everyone's like getting their paperwork ready. We're someone's on their phone. We're dicking around, showing someone a video or whatever. Like people are do people do. And then I'm like, are you guys ready? And everyone like, like, yep, we're ready. And then I hit record and then it plays our theme song. And like, we all like sit and just like, like Madeline, like headbangs to it. And like, I air drum to it and everyone just gets into it. That's like our hype. That's just, that's what gets us going. And then as soon as it's over, we're live and we're going. And that's why I feel like when the episode starts, it's usually pretty high energy because we just amped ourselves up to do it. Okay. We're going to cut right there, folks. Uh, just too much Jason for one episode. That's right. We're going to uh, continue our conversation next week with Jason Ashley, where we get into a little bit more techie details about podcasting. And of course, we're going to go nerdy. We're going to go pop culture. We're going to talk Marvel. We're going to talk DC. Uh, we're not going to stop there. It's a whole lot of more conversation left. Uh, I also want to take this opportunity. You heard it in the break, but I want to um, explain a little bit more and say a big thank you to Jason for designing the Everything is Awesome new logo um just in time for the philadelphia podcast fest which i also mentioned we'll be going to this year and performing live at but um yeah you know jason uh, who is a busy guy you've seen him over on his website too cool for tabletop.com or tctfpodcast.com uh you've seen how busy he is with running his own contests uh running his own show and doing everything here and there 
that he could possibly do to make his product so good. As I said during this podcast, it is truly the one show that the uh, only time I ever fall behind on it is in a holiday, uh, which was this week. Uh, and I only fell behind by two days. I, f- I finished listening to it the other day. Um, and uh, so so it is absolutely one of my favorite podcasts. Go check it out on iTunes, SoundCloud. You're, you're, it's on everything. It, you know, you can go to TooCoolForTabletop.com to find out where to listen to it appropriately. Make sure you follow Jason and all the social medias uh, at TC T at wait TC TCFT podcast at TCFT podcast on Twitter on uh, Instagram and I believe even on Snapchat. I don't know the Snapchat. I'm not. I'm a fan of the Snapchat, so I can't tell you for sure. But uh, check them all out on all the social medias. Listen to the show. It's fantastic. If you like good storytelling, if you like. Um, a- 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 Good storytelling is key, uh, and also another key thing is is the way they do the podcast is is very much in the vein that I enjoy podcasts, and that's just a bunch of friends sitting around talking as well. So if you enjoy talking uh, and listening in on friends' conversation, and you also like good storytelling, Too Cool for Tabletop is the show for you. Check it out. Uh, TooCoolForTabletop.com And of course, again, big thank you to Jason For the new logo uh, Love it, I've been spending all day Today on the release of this uh, Rebranding the sites AwesomePodcast.com Rebranding some images and stuff So hopefully you guys see that coming through You can thank Jason for the awesomeness That is that logo and the new look of the site And stuff um, And hey, next week, speaking of part 2 That's going to drop on July 13th July 13th Somebody's birthday's coming up. Uh, I turned 32, the big 3-2. That's not a thing. Uh, on July 13th. So if you want to be part of the show, why don't you give us a call at 267-223-4965 and uh, leave a voicemail. Say happy birthday to me. Tell me to fuck off, whatever it is. Leave a voicemail. Tell me what you like about the show, what you hate about the show. Um, and we'll air it on the show uh, next week during our commercial break. Um, I prefer... Uh, not to say what you hate about the show, uh, and just wish me a happy birthday. That's why don't we focus on that first? Wish old Kev boy a happy birthday. Turn to the big three two. I uh, would love to hear from you, and I'll personally address each one of you during that commercial break. Probably not. Uh, I'll try. Uh, no, I won't. And uh, so thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Oh, and don't forget on Monday. I don't know why you'd forget. I didn't even tell you yet. But don't forget Monday. Bonus podcast time. That's right. Uh, we're going to have a bonus podcast with the one, the only Jason Ashley, uh, which will be from our second attempt at recording our interview uh, where we dropped everything. We lost everything but the last half hour. So we have that uh, that we're going to air on Monday uh, the 11th. And then we skip on over to July 13th and I turn 32 while listening to Jason Ashley in part two of our conversation right here. Uh, on Everything is Awesome. Follow us on the Twitter at Real Awesome Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Awesome Podcast. Follow us on the interwebs, awesomepodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at HHWST. I'm also on Instagram at HHWST. Uh, and um, that's it. That's all, folks. Go home, get some rest. I know I'm tired. I had too much fun listening to Jason talk about Too Cool for Tabletop. I had too much fun listening to Too Cool for Tabletop this week. Oh, God, I'm out of breath. We'll see you next time right here, only on awesomepodcast.com. Everything is Awesome is produced by Crude Humor Studios. For more information about the podcast, please visit us online at awesomepodcast.com. Or if you're interested in advertising on the show, please email us at advertising at crudehumorstudios.com. Stream and download all episodes on iTunes. While you're there, please consider leaving a five-star review. If you're a fan of the show, please let us know by following us on Twitter and Instagram at That Entertains.